it's fantasy football time with the fantasy football champs. Fitzgerald leaps, and he's got it! It's a touchdown for Larry Fitzgerald! Dominate your league with the guys from ffchamps.com. Breeze throwing back at the end zone, leaping grab, touchdown! Todd DeVries and Bill Enright are the fantasy football champs. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Fantasy Football Champs. Welcome to October. Welcome to Week 5 of the NFL. I'm Bill Enright. With me is Todd DeVries, as always. Todd, what's going on, man? The season's going by pretty quickly. Yeah, man. Uh, one month. Rip it out of the calendar, Bill. It's gone. Start fresh with October. I'm feeling pretty good about my teams right now. I have to admit, um... I'm looking pretty good in pretty much every league. I think I'm th- actually I'm think I'm three and one in every single league right now. I had two very devastating losses this week. You know, sometimes everyone you, you look at fantasy football and people say, "Oh, well, you have to be lucky." Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. I, I hate that train of thought, but but sometimes it's true, Todd. You know, it's nothing worse than scoring the second or third most points in the league on a particular week and losing because you're playing against the guy that scored the most amount of points. That's pretty brutal. That happened to me twice this weekend. Well, last night, um, I know I was texting you. Yeah. I was cursing Drew Brees up 21 points with three minutes left. You can't stand Drew Brees. He's throwing the ball. I'm, I'm, doesn't he know that I'm playing against both Jimmy Graham and Marquise Colston? Doesn't he know that I was about 14 yards away from losing? And he's throwing the ball up. Come on. Run out the clock, dude. Um. As you know, if you listen to me the last year and a half or you, you read any of my articles, Darren Sproles is one of my favorite fantasy football players, and he came to play big time on Monday Night Football. Just love watching that little guy work. The Dolphins had no answers for him, Bill. It's it's Most teams don't. I'm shocked when Darren Sproles gets shut down because he's just such a dynamic player, and the Saints offense is, is really firing on all cylinders right now defeating a 3-0 and Miami Dolphin team last night. So the Saints are now 4-0, and Dolphins fall to 3-1. and Yeah, I wasn't – were you surprised? I mean, I mean it, it was in New Orleans. If it was in Miami, I think you might have had a closer game. But I don't know. I wasn't that surprised by that by last night. I guess I was surprised by just how easily they were just shredding the Dolphins' D. But I wasn't I, that surprised by the outcome. I, no, I, I didn't think they were going to win that. I thought they were going to win, just not that big. Thought okay. the amount of points it put up was was really telling of, of how good of a team this Saints Saints unit really is this year. Yeah, I mean they missed the field goal and Sproles fumbled at the one, so right. it could have been easily been forty eight. I mean easily been forty eight to seventeen. You know, um, and with the Dolphins, <laughs> I know you. I, I don't know. I'm I'm still not a huge believer in Tannehill. I know a lot of people are really high on him moving forward. I don't know, man. I'm. Uh, I'm just not all in with Tannehill. What is it about him that you don't like? I just, I don't know. It's just like the it factor or something. I just, I just don't think he's going to be, you know, a perennial top 10 quarterback in the NFL, fantasy hmm. or otherwise. Is it because he played wide receiver in college? Mm, you don't think you don't think his quarterback skill set is really developed yet? I just don't think he's anything special. I think he's just kind of a an average dude. Hmm. He'll be around. He'll stick around in the league for a long time. Um, maybe it would help if they gave him some weapons other than Mike Wallace. You don't think he has enough weapons this year? I don't know. I mean, Lamar they Miller. They went out and spent a lot of money. They it signed was nice Brian to see Hunt. Lamar Miller 
do something last night. He had 60 yards and a touchdown. It's only in his second year. Yeah. I don't know. Mike Wallace got the big contract. Brian Hartline got a big extension. They signed Brandon Gibson, who's on pace for 80 receptions this year. Dustin Keller went out with the injury in preseason, but Charles Clay's looked pretty good. Yeah. Well, then that leads me to my point, I guess, that, I mean, I don't think the weapons are that special. Okay. But, um, you're saying he has the weapons, he's not getting it done. Yeah, I, th- I think the weapons are there. Okay. I don't know. I do. I'm, I'm just not all in with Tannehill. That's that's just me, Bill. Okay. Yeah, very interesting. All not all in with T- Tannehill and Drew Brees was driving you crazy. He drives me nuts. <laughs> I think he's a little bit a little bit of a fraud. It's a little bit. A little phony. He's phony, he's, he's phony. fake. I, I don't like the way that he goes after these stupid records that nobody cares about in garbage time. He does it all the time. Remember what was the one he had last year where Consecutive uh, games with a touchdown pass. Yeah, and he celebrated it like he won the Super Bowl. It's like, who cares? <laughs> they were at the start of the season 0-4. Didn't he, like, break Marino's record, like, in a game that had nothing to do with anything, and he's just throwing the ball up to try to break the record? The uh, yardage record, single-season yeah. yardage record? Yes, he did. Who cares? Drew. You don't care, I don't not care. care about that. No. No, I have him on one of my fantasy teams, so I like it when he <laughs> – sometimes I like it when he does that. Just, you know, throws it up there just for no reason, just to run it up. Do you think when he sees Peyton Manning go out and, and with yes. the 15, you do, with the 15 touchdowns through, through four games, he kind of wants to stay within the discussion of the best quarterback playing right now? I I just, this is just a total guess, but I just think that he's a guy that cares a lot about his numbers. And I don't think Peyton Manning gives a crap about his numbers. I think he just wants to win. Hmm. Honestly. Um, I think Breeze is, you know, I think he just wants to, it's at times... You know, he wants to just run up his numbers, and uh bothers me a little bit. You think the Saints are a legit Super Bowl contender? I do. Okay. I do. All that being said, um, I think it's a, it's a home field thing, Bill. you got Seattle, and you got New Orleans, and it's tough to win at the, in their, in their um, you know, Facilities, the dome in yeah. New Orleans. It's tough to win up in Seattle. You know, we've kind of seen what's going on in the rest of the NFC right now, which is very unimpressive, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you think that Detroit's going to keep up this pace? No, I don't. No. I mean, do you believe in Jay Cutler? No. I, I was shocked that the Bears didn't win that game, actually. We, but, again, but Jay Cutler, I mean, he's so up and down his whole career. People, you know, and he had a nice start to the season. Right. But Jay, Maybe I'm just the Debbie Downer this, today, Bill, but I don't <laughs> believe in Cutler either. I don't believe in Cutler. There's probably, like, four quarterbacks I believe in in this whole league, I guess, when <laughs> it comes down to it. Um I don't know. Cutler's is so up and down, so inconsistent, makes knucklehead decisions. I mean, some of the throws he was making in that game were just awful. Like They were like rookie throws he's doing out there. Well, he's spending too much time on the league, Todd. His acting yeah. skills. His acting skills have improved significantly, but his passing skills, not so much. Not so much. So and I mean, his wife know. is smoking hot, man. Have you watched the league this season? Yes, I She have. is just super friggin' hot. Yes. That was Kristen Caballari, whatever her name is. Yeah, pretty good episode. I like it when Ooh. they're in the car. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, it's early in the year, but right now, I mean, the Saints and the Seahawks are clearly the class of the NFC. And the AFC, you're thinking the Patriots and the Broncos? Yep. Yeah, I don't think anyone's touching those teams. I don't think it's happening. All right, we got a lot to do today. We want to give a quick shout-out to our producer, Josh Deering, keeping us on air. What's up, Josh? Not too much, guys. How are you doing today? You told me you played softball this weekend. How'd your game go? Oh, we had two games, lost one, won one. Now, is this some kind of, like, league you're in? Yeah, Sunday morning leagues. 
Sunday morning, huh? What position do you play? Uh, first base, third base, wherever. Mm. Fast, fast pitch? Is it a softball? No, slow, man, slow. Slow pitch. So you're whacking that ball out of the park. What's your batting average? Uh, I was 5 for 8 on the day. Damn. That's really good, isn't it? It's all right. Well, I mean, in the in the major leagues, isn't like you know, thirty three percent. Anything over three hundred is good in the majors, right? Anything over three hundred, which what's means what's good in softball, like seven hundred. Oh, okay. Oh, and you're you're under. Yeah, I got to pick it up. Mm. I mean, what, now what happens on those five? What happens on those three for eight? Do, do you strike out? Do you no? Pop I crush up? it, and somebody catches it. Right, right, right. Okay, so not many strikeouts. No, none. No, okay. If you strike out in slow pitch softball, you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, Bill. see that that's my problem. I would be striking out. Really? I'm not you'd, be good. Going, you'd be going for the fences and just whiffing. Yeah, I'm not good on the diamond. My hand eye coordination is just not there for softball. Probably want to help that you'd be drunk too. Oh, why? It's a drinking league. That might be heavy, heavy drinking. <laughs> Sunday morning drinks. Yeah, why wow. not? Before football games, you know, ten thirty. Roll a keg to the field. <laughs> Helps you get over the hangover. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, Saturday nights, and then you got to wake up Sunday morning to play softball. That's rough. Mm. See, I'm a loser. I play flag football on Saturdays, but I don't go out on Friday night. I'm, I'm, I'm at home crunching numbers, doing my rankings. So it's not like a big deal for me. You playing flag football this year? Yes, I am. How you doing? 2-0, and baby. Team Green, where you at? We're good. Like, what are you We're like good, man. Defensive lineman, they just kind of try to hide you on the line? I'm an, I'm an offensive lineman. Yes, I am. Mm. Haven't let up a sack all year. I got my 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 fellow offensive lineman that used to play at West Virginia. We we got a, it's a very talent it's a very he talented. He played flag league. football at West Virginia. No, he played for Richrod. Oh, okay. Yeah, making sure. Yeah. And I'm right there with him. He is but like they the don't pearl. they don't let you touch the ball though, right? No, no. Well, I had uh, one. I had fumble recovery. One catch. I had one catch this week. Really. Yeah, tackle I mean, my, eligible at the goal line. Yeah, tackle eligible. Our receivers are just too good that they, they don't need to give the ball to me. I'm too slow. You got like we retired have, NFL guys like Wayne Corbett, like guys we, like No, that. we have a couple guys that were on practice squads. Bill McConkey, NF uh, Giants practice squad, Jets practice squad, uh, Eagles practice squad. The last couple of years, really? Couple, yeah, a couple D one prospects. Sure, yeah, it's a really good league. Really impressive. Hmm. Our, our defensive back, his father's a defensive back coach for the Raiders, so we're getting a lot of Raiders gear, which I don't really care for, but you can't turn down free free swag. Nice. Pretty, gonna, I'll send you. I'll send you the video highlights. The video highlights. <laughs> we have a cameraman. We have a photographer. Holy cow! <laughs> Is it like you have one of those annoying YouTube videos every week? Yep. Where they put it, they you know they put like Limp Biscuit on in the background and they yeah. show the highlights of your game. It's mostly hip hop and and rap, but yeah. Wow, and and dance and, and techno music, hardcore like dance music. I'm from North Jersey. That's what the kids like these days. <laughs> I've got to see this video. Why do I feel like no one's tuning in to hear me talk about my flag league today? Yeah, you need. I think to, we need... want to talk about fantasy football, NFL football. That's what we're gonna do for the rest of the show. I promise. We got a lot going on today. Week four injury re- injury recap. All all the injuries, all the players that went down with uh, getting nicked up. On Sunday and Monday. Plus, we got the champs and chumps with Football Nation's Grant Doherty. He's going to be calling us in just a little bit. Uh, week five waiver wire matchup breakdown. Tell who, tell you guys who you should be looking to pick up on the waiver wire. Some good options this week because of of, of all the injuries that happened. Bye weeks uh, too. Bye weeks, Todd. Who's on the bye this week? Put me on the spot here. 
Vikings, Steelers, Bucks, and Redskins are all on a bye. And uh, as we do always, we're going to tell you guys how you can win some money playing fantasy football at DraftKings.com. Daily Fantasy Football. Todd is blowing up. You hear the commercials. You see the commercials. Really a, a growing industry. Excellent opportunity to make some cash uh, playing fantasy football. Absolutely, man. And week after week, I'm finding the, I'm finding the money is not, not hard to win. At no, least get, at least to get your not. money back? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. on a bad week, I get my money back. Right. You should at least be breaking even. There's a lot of schmoes out there playing these games. Yeah. Anybody listening to this show should should definitely do well. I agree. I agree. Because we're not schmoes, Bill. No, we are not. Uh, a couple ways that you can get in contact with us, you can give us a ring. 855-478-7030 is our phone number. You can also email us your questions, radio at footballnation.com. Todd, as we're broadcasting live on Tuesday, usually a lot of the questions that are coming in are mostly waiver wire related. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into that report in just a little bit. So much of it has to do with the injury updates and who's moving up and down the depth chart. So what do you say we hop into the, to the latest player news? Free agents, pickups, or waiver wire claims. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. The names may be different in your league, but the players are the same. The fantasy football champs are here with the roster moves you should make this week. You jumped the gun, Josh. You, you jumped the gun, my friend. I'm sorry. We're not doing the waiver wire report right now. We're going to do the player news and the injury update. But that's okay. Oh, wrong can, one. I'm sorry. We can save that for later. Todd, quarterbacks. Our boy, Brian Hoyer, is dominating right now. Brandon Whedon looks like he's going to remain the backup as the Browns are playing on Thursday night. Yes, Bill. This is a man that we refused to learn his first name in the first week he was playing. <laughs> and now we know it. Hoyer. He was just Hoyer. <laughs> And then he his spot. He certainly did. I love this story because I, I just love that the Browns, you know, they're winning these games. And it's not going to last, you know. They're killing. They're they're tanking for Teddy is backfiring big time. They don't know how to. They don't know how to lose games in order to get that big draft pick. See, now they're teasing their fan base because now the what they're two and two, right? Mm-hmm. And now the fans are like, well, maybe we have something here, you know? Uh, maybe we can make a wild card run. And now then they they're gonna. Pull the carpet out from under them here in the next couple of weeks. Before you know it, they're going to be 3-6, and six, and then they're going to be like, why do we win those damn games back in September? The Browns are tied for first place in the AFC North. How about it? <laughs> How about that? Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, all of them. The Browns mm. are tied. Steelers. I did not see that coming, beating neither did the, I. the Bengals. No, neither did I. I didn't think that was going to happen. That, that one shocked me. Uh, my bookie is very happy because of that, that game, mm. actually. Yeah. Lost out on that one. Uh, Jake Locker from the Tennessee Titans is expected to miss a month or more because of a hip injury. Harvard stand up. Ryan Fitzpatrick going to get the start going forward. Brutal schedule for the Tennessee Titans over the next month. That's a, that's a tough one. I feel bad for Jake Locker. I mean, he's a, he's a good he's a good guy. I followed him a lot in college, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just starting to get some success. You know, he had a really nice game. I think he had a career high in um, touchdown passes, and, and things were looking really good for him, Bill. And then he goes down with that injury. And they're saying 48 weeks, like you said. So uh, tough luck for, for Locker and the Titans. The Titans were actually, you know, looking kind of formidable. Yeah, they were. Really tough schedule coming up. I'm not sure if they're going to – they might go winless in October. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we saw Mike Glennon under center making his NFL season regular – NFL regular season debut. Josh Freeman, Todd – it's kind of getting a little sketchy down there with Tampa Bay. 
It seems like the team is releasing details about Josh Freeman in his personal life. He voluntarily entered a drug program, not necessarily a rehab program, but a drug program, drug recovery process. I don't really know what it is, but we really don't know what's going on down there with Tampa Bay, but we do know it's it's just going to get uglier. Yeah, it, we said it the last couple of weeks. Is the you know the wheels are falling off the bandwagon there, and uh, it doesn't look good. Now they're on by this week, mm-hmm. so it's going to fester for another week down there. Um, hopefully, Glennon can you know get caught up on things and look better than he did last week, and help Doug Martin out because really that's all that's what this is all about for fantasy, right? It's all about well, Doug Martin right now. Vincent and, Jackson, Doug Martin, that's it. Yeah, and you know they they've been underwhelming so far, so they need to get some sort of offense together. Who cares if they lose games? We want them to put an offense together. Let's move over to running backs. Todd C.J. Spiller of the Buffalo Bills has an ankle injury. Now he left the game against the Baltimore Ravens, but he came back into action in the fourth quarter. He's expected to play on Thursday night, as is his teammate Fred Jackson, who has a sprained MCL. This is why we hate those Thursday night games. Both of these running backs from the Bills are banged up and they're injured. They have no time to recover, no time to rest, no time to heal because they're playing Thursday night against the Browns. Another stinker Thursday nighter, Bill. Yeah, no, you're not kidding. You're not, you're not uh, kidding. You know. Um, Spiller's been a bust. Big time bust. We're actually going to go through the biggest busts thus far a little bit later in the show, and I can guarantee you C.J. Spiller is on that list. Well, here's a name that is not unfamiliar to our injury report year after year, week after week, Bill. How about Darren McFadden? Injured his hammy again. Shocker. No, no shocking there. No, not at all shocking there. We don't really know the severity just yet, but we do know McFadden takes forever to get over an injury. And even his teammates hurt, so we can't even pick up who we expect to be his backup. That's Marcel Reese, who did a really good job when McFadden went down last year. Reese's knee injury appears to be ser- serious. Uh, he would be the guy that we're picking up, but right now it looks like it's going to be Rashad Jennings. Mm. And then uh, some other big news, Bill. Uh, Alfred Morris, the rib contusion. Now, now they're on a bye this week, right, the Redskins? Right, right. But uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Another guy that got off, he's kind of gotten off to a slow start this year. Um, Roy Halu came in and looked all right. So keep an eye on Alfred Morris moving forward. And we know Mike Shanahan pulls those Shanahanigans, so even if Morris does come back healthy, Helu could certainly be in the rotation. Well, maybe the buy is going to help out here because um, you know maybe just a, a week off might uh, help help Alfred out because well, um, yeah, you never know what's going to happen with Shanahan. They're calling it a rib contusion, so we at least know that it's not his, it's not broken ribs. As far as we know, I mean, who knows? Right, if they're telling the truth or not. Moving over wide receivers, we only have three of them to uh, touch on here. Santonio Holmes and Stephen Hill of the New York Jets. Both of these guys left action. Stephen Hill with a concussion. Santonio Holmes with a hamstring injury. But if you ask me, Todd, the Jets were down by a lot of points against the Titans, and Santonio Holmes just wanted to call it a day early. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty much his MO, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly seems that way. Uh, Aaron Dobson of the New England Patriots took a nasty hit in the end zone, kind of took a shot from the front and from the back. He has a neck injury. He was able to walk off the field, but looking at the hit, especially in slow motion, it almost looked like the back of his head touched touched the top of his spine. Mm. Yeah, that was that was ugly. Okay. Yeah, that was an ugly one. 
And then um, the last one on the wide receiver list, Bill, Roddy White. Hey, he, he's still a little bit banged up, but he's starting to come alive, at least as far as targets are concerned, Bill. He had nine targets in the first three games combined, Yep. and he had nine against the Patriots alone. Now, he only caught three of them, but at least he's getting involved. So it looks like Roddy White is getting healthier. People have been patient with him, fortunately, because now with this high ankle sprain, he, he did it in the second week of August. High ankle sprains typically four to six weeks. So we're right in that range of uh, a full recovery. As you said, a lot more involved in this passing attack. And Matt Ryan actually looked for him in the red zone on the last play of the game. Yeah, and, and here's a, some more good news for Roddy White owners, or for those of you trying to trade and get him. Might, it might be a good time to get him now. They have a Monday nighter against the Jets coming up. So he has an extra day of rest this week, Bill. The yep. next week, he has a bye. Excellent. Okay. So week five this week, he has an extra week, an extra day to rest. Week six is a bye. So he should be pretty – I would hope he'd be ready to rock and roll like in week seven. I think he's a pretty good guy to try to trade for right now. You're trying to buy low on Roddy White. Yep. Because the targets were there, the receptions weren't. So no. it's not like it's not like he came out in week four and, and had an amazing day. No, no, no. But, yeah, we know, think, but we know he's getting more involved. We know he's getting more involved. And people that own Roddy White are probably like, oh, crap, he hasn't done anything. He's got a buy coming up. You know, what do I do with this guy? You know, if you have a guy like that in your league – Fleece him. Get him right now. I think Roddy White, second half of the year, will be just fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Todd, as we like to do every week, we love calling out the chumps, and we love celebrating the champs. So what do you say we start kicking it off right now with our good friend Grant Dougherty from Football Nation and FFChamps.com. He writes the weekly article. Grant, thanks so much for calling in today. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Grant, each and every week you go through the champs and you go through the chumps of fantasy football what do you enjoy writing about more do you like calling out the chumps or do you like celebrating with the champs oh gosh it's hard to say i mean i hope i don't have the chumps every week yeah it seems to happen that way sometimes some of the, some repeat offenders here early on so it's hard to tell uh, i have peyton manning uh so uh you know obviously i enjoy giving him the praise but <laughs> you hate the you hate the chumps on your team though yeah, Bill. I mean, it comes down to who you, who uh, Grant has on his, his own fantasy teams, right? Right. You know, I mean, there's a couple guys that I've got uh, a couple dogs on my lineup, and when they're chumps, I wouldn't have any. I would have no problem calling them out. I totally just agree. Shot, just shot the hate, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Todd, Todd likes to shot the hate. He's hating on Drew Brees, even though he's one of the champs <laughs> this week. <laughs> Uh, Grant, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, both of those quarterback champs this week. To you, who is the ultimate champ from week four? Oh, from week four. Huh, it's hard to say. I mean, technically it's Brees. Um, they, they were throwing a lot. They were throwing all game, well into the fourth quarter. I, I think I go Brees, and he's definitely trending in the right direction. After a somewhat slow, by his standard start, uh, you know, he's put up 30 points in two straight weeks. So you can't really hate on that, you know. The offense is looking good with Sean Payton back at 4 0. Yeah, and Bill, you know what? Uh, I mean, you know, all kidding aside with Breeze, I mean, he how many leagues did he affect last night? Oh, I would say a lot of them. Do you know what I mean? I mean, uh, yeah. having that guy go off on Monday night, and whoever it is, you got to call him the champ because, yeah. you know, there are so many people that had Jimmy Graham and Sproles and Colston and Breeze, and they all came through last night in their own way. So. Or going, might. or going against all those Saints players. Yeah, you're cursing them, right? Like I was. Right. All right, Grant. Let's talk. Let's take a look at the quarterback chumps this week. 
We had three Ooh. or two big quarterback chumps. One is a Super Bowl MVP. The other is a first-round bust. I'm talking about the NFL draft, not in any fantasy football drafts. Joe Flacco, who had five interceptions, or the chump, it seems like, every week, Blaine Gabbert. Who was the bigger chump, Joe Flacco or Blaine Gabbert? Oh, I mean, again, I, based on the expectations, I'm just everyone's got to be disappointed with Flacco. This is five picks. Five interceptions against the Bills. It's terrible. Uh, but Gabbert has no business starting on an NFL team at this point. He's got a weak arm. He can't move the stick. Um, I, I, I think, I, want, I even commented, I, I think Tebow's a better option than he is. I mean, I, I think he's that bad. Tim Tebow's a better option than Blaine Gabbert, in your opinion, huh? That, yes. And, that, <laughs> and that's god-awful offense, yes. Todd, what do you what do you think? Do you think Flacco? Listen, no one's playing Blaine Gabbert in fantasy football. People use Flacco in fantasy, though. Who is the bigger chump, Flacco in fantasy or Blaine Gabbert in real life? <laughs> wow, that's a tough call. <laughs> um, you know, Flacco is kind of like Eli Manning, Bill, in that he seems to um, kind of stink in the regular season. Yep. And if they can get to the playoffs. You know, obviously Flacco and Eli have had three of three historic runs to Super Bowl championships. So, you know, as far as fantasy is concerned, I don't think I have very high expectations for Flacco. Although this past week, you know, they're playing the Bills. You think he would do something there? And like Grant said, five interceptions. Are you kidding me? That's terrible. Terrible. Just and terrible. I was considering how much they paid this guy in the offseason. He had a, he had a good one good postseason. Like NFL quarterbacks get that. You know, they get one short run, they get paid the big bucks, and they stink. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, these running backs are the champs. They did not stink in week four. It was kind of a coming out party for some of these running backs. You had a guy like Aaron Foster who was disappointing fantasy managers the first three weeks, but he really went off for a great game against a really tough defense. 102 yards on the ground, 69 yards receiving. He also had a touchdown. Reggie Bush went off against the Chicago Bears, 139 yards in a TD. And then Adrian Peterson, 140 yards and two TDs. Do you expect all most of these running backs to just dominate going forward? Ooh, I mean Reggie, you got to love Reggie in a PPR league. You know, I you feel like he's back to the USC Reggie, and you know he's. I feel like they're you know they're sort of maximizing uh, his total skill set. You know, he's good. He, he can run the ball, but he's good on those flanks and those bubble screens, and he's just getting those stinking dumps, and he's taking them to the house. I mean, he's doing what he can do, and I feel like they're using him the best they can. He fits perfect in that offense. That's what they've been missing. Uh, and, but uh, I do, I would be wary about not having the, the joy handcuff because he's getting so much work. I worry about his injuries moving forward more than the, uh, even more than Arian, to be honest with you. Uh, but yes, I do see him being huge. Going, I see him as a top six, top seven back going forward. Todd, what is your take on Arian Foster? Fantasy manager is pretty disappointed in his first three games, but he had a, he had a really great game against the Seahawks in Week Four. Do you think Foster's back inside that RB maybe three territory going forward? Uh, oh, top five. Top five, top five, okay. Yeah, you know, I think that um, you got to stick it out with a guy like Arian Foster. We we told people not to panic with him, and um, I, I I was shocked at how well he did against the Seahawks. But, um, you know, he's getting healthier. I think he'll be fine the rest of the year. I think he's going to perform like an RB1 like he should. How about the rookie, Le'Veon Bell, making his first regular season debut? And, Grant, he made your champs list in his first game. Boom. And you know what? 
Uh, my family's from Pittsburgh. I'm a huge Steeler fan, always have been, and we got nothing else to be excited about except this kid. So, um, actually, you know, I, I think he was he was the bell cow, you know, to, to be, you know, with a corny joke there, but he really was. He got all the carries. He got 16 to 20 carries. Uh, and, 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 you know, we like to see a guy get goal line work. You know, they're going to get to the goal line. I know it's sloppy. It's going to be sloppy. They're probably going to continue to lose. But, I mean, he's got to have RB2 consideration going forward because he's, I mean, he's been, he's been, I mean, that's the first game and he's coming off the injury. They didn't seem hesitant to throw him into the mix right away. So you got to right. think he's going to get 20 carries a game going forward. Grant Doherty from FootballNation.com, FFChamps.com, joining us here on Fantasy Football Champs Radio. Grant, last question for you. Three tight ends had major games in week four. Jordan Cameron, Tony Gonzalez, and Jimmy Graham. Absolute monster, monster weeks. If you had to go back to your draft, would you have rather gone after Jimmy Graham in the second or third round, or would you have waited on a guy like Jordan Cameron and taken the flyer for the, for the Browns' tight end? Oh man, see, this is a tough question. Now, in my opinion, you got a proven guy like Graham. He's got what's he got? He's got six touchdowns. And, you know, he's averaging he's averaging almost twenty one points a game as a tight end. That's absurd. And yeah. That's a non PPR. You know, uh, so but I still think he gosh, tough. But I still think I'm going Cameron in one of the last rounds. I mean, I feel like if uh, you get an extra second round guy, you know, if I get you're saying if I go back, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take a Reggie Bush where I would take Graham, and then I would take a Cameron in the last round rather than having Graham and then some garbage guy at the end. So um, it's hard to say. Obviously, Graham's the better the better option, but, I mean, if I could get the, the value here is what I'm looking at, and I, I still might go J-Cam if I'm getting that kind of value. Todd, how about you? Where do you stand on that question? That's a tough one, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Graham makes a solid point. Like, if you could – you're basically saying, can you, you know, you could have a guy like Reggie Bush and Cameron or Jimmy Graham – and, you know, Ronnie Hillman. Right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, as dynamite as Jimmy Graham has been, and we know he's going to continue to be, you know, play like an all-pro the rest of the year. I mean, we still really aren't, you know, would you be shocked if Jordan Cameron kind of settled down a little bit, you know, with all these crazy quarterbacks that got going on there in Cleveland? Would you be surprised if he started to let managers down second half of the year? I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. I'd be shocked if that happens for Jimmy Graham owners. Yeah, he's just playing so well right now. That's the thing. Like, so that that that's the question. You know, you're going to get the consistency with with Jimmy Graham. You don't know whether or not yeah. Jordan Cameron can keep up with this pace. To, to this point, though, in the season, to answer your question, I would go with Cameron in the you know later rounds over Jimmy Graham in the second round. To, to this point in the season. Hmm. Okay. Thirty catches for Jordan Cameron, Bill. I mean, listen, he's playing. He is the forget wide receivers. He's the best pass catcher right now in the NFL. Better than Calvin Johnson. Better than Julio Jones. Better than I mean, you know, the list goes on. He is by far and away the number one receiving option in, in fantasy football. And it's crazy that it's coming at the tight end spot. Yeah, it is. Well, and Jimmy Graham's right there, right there with them. That's no, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy Graham. Oh, I thought you were saying Cameron. No, 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 no. Cameron's up there. I think Cameron's in the top. I think Cameron's in the top five. Yeah, but he has thirty catches. Right. Cameron. That's what I thought you were talking about. No, I'm sorry, Jimmy Graham. It's just it's unbelievable what he's doing right now. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's playing like a wide receiver one. Yep, he certainly is. Grant, love your work. Love the article each and every week. Check out Champs and Chumps on FootballNation.com and on FFChamps.com. Grant Doherty. You can follow him on on Twitter. FB Nation Grizzle. Grant, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate it, guys. Enjoy the day.
Bye. Take care. Love Bill. calling out the chumps, don't you, Todd? I love, love calling it. out. I love. I love the hate. Spewing <laughs> the hate, Bill. I hear you. I hear I'm you. All about it. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Just getting started on the Fantasy Football Champs. Our waiver wire report for Week 5 is coming up next. Plus, your telephone calls, 855-478-7030. All that's coming up next on Fantasy Football Champs. FF Champs! Win your fantasy league. And your trophy, too. It's FF Champs. FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice, too. FFChamps is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at CollegeFootballGeek.com, that's who. CollegeFootballGeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At CollegeFootballGeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part? It's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars, today, check out collegefootballgeek.com. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won 100 grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. FootballNation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for diehard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on FootballNation.com. It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football, you belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. 
free agents, pickups, or waiver wire claims. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. The names may be different in your league, but the players are the same. The fantasy football champs are here with the roster moves you should make this week. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Champs. Bill Enright, Todd DeVries, hanging out with you. It is time for the Waiver Wire Report. Who you should be picking up in free agency, Todd. Most leagues, Tuesday night you put in the waiver claims. Wednesday morning is like Christmas. You get to find out what present you got for your new lineup. Bill, you liking some of the, the potential presents this week? I do. I do like some of these guys. You know, it takes about, I would say, three or four games to really get a feel of what matchups you can take advantage of. And sometimes that's what you have to look for on the waiver wire, uh, especially with all the bye weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, well, why don't we dive into it, Bill? Who do you like at the uh, quarterback position? All right, a couple quarterbacks that, that I'm quickly turning the page on. Alex Smith for the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, you can tell me that he's a dink and dunk passer all you want. The bottom line is he gets it done. He got it done in week four against the Giants. He got it done on Thursday night football against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So Alex Smith, to me, is a guy that you can pick up as a backup quarterback and use him based on the matchup. Yeah, I agree with you there. No doubt about it. I mean, hey, the Chiefs are undefeated. Um, he's not going to be throwing any long bombs, but he's certainly a viable QB. He's performing. He's outperforming his preseason uh, you know, prediction. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Okay. I'm looking at the Kansas City Chiefs. They have the Titans, the Raiders, and the Jets the next three weeks. So if your quarterback is on a bye any time in the next three weeks, for instance, I have Matt Ryan on a bye in week six. Uh, I'm thinking about picking up Alex Smith, playing him against the Raiders. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I I hear you, man. He's kind of in that middle teen group right now. How about Brian Hoyer of the Cleveland Browns? He has a pretty good upcoming schedule as well, playing Thursday night against the Buffalo Bills, then the Detroit Lions, and the Chicago Bears. Brian Hoyer, back-to-back weeks with multiple touchdowns. Looks like the Browns are going to keep him as the starter. What are your thoughts on this guy? Listen, I mean, if you really need a quarterback, let's uh, there, there's what quarterbacks are on a bye this week? The Redskins, RG3 is on a bye. The Bucks, no one's using the Bucks. Ben Roethlisberger's on a bye. I don't think anyone's using him, and the Vikings are on a bye. I don't know if you're using Brian Hoyer this week. But you know what? He got it done last weekend against the Cincinnati Bengals, a really good defense, in my opinion. Yeah, but what did he put up fantasy-wise? Uh, he had 269 yards and two touchdowns. Serviceable. Yeah, yeah Serviceable. That's, that is getting it done against that defense. You're right. Honestly, I, I uh, uh, you know, it's Brian Hoyer. But 30, he had 32 fantasy points in week one, 19 fantasy points in week two. You know, not terrible. He's got Buffalo, Detroit, Green Bay coming up. All all really bad defenses. Yeah, not bad. I mean, listen, he has good playmakers in Josh Gordon and Jordan Cameron. I don't think they're really focused on the running game. Uh, this Rod Chud offense really likes to spread the field and go deep, and Hoyer seems to be doing that right now. Can't deny it. Can't no, deny it. He's got to be on the radar. He's you know, and ride them all is hot if, you, if you're in desperate straits at the quarterback position. Uh, the last quarterback we want to discuss is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, listen, I'm not suggesting you pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick, but if you're in a deep league, if you're in a two-quarterback league, you may need this guy because Jake Locker is not coming back for a while. 
but the Titans' schedule is absolutely brutal. See it? Kansas City Chiefs, Seattle Seahawks, and the San Francisco 49ers in the next three games. I don't know if you can play a, a, a harder defense. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not touching Ryan Fitzpatrick in any it, leagues. What about that two-quarterback league you're in? I'm set. I don't need any quarterback help there. No? No, no need to block anyone else from getting a quarterback? No, I have uh... – See, I hit it rich there, buddy. I, I grabbed Philip Rivers in the eleventh round in that league. Oh, nice! And uh, I missed out on all the top quarterbacks. I had the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. I went Adrian Peterson and went up and down, and like nine quarterbacks were off the board before I got to my second pick. So I got like RG three, and then I just thought I was going to wait it out. And then I got Rivers and uh, Sam Bradford, who hasn't been great, but Rivers has saved me in that league. So I don't need Fitzpatrick. All right, let's move over to the running backs you'll want to pick up this week on the waiver wire. Rashad Jennings of the Oakland Raiders, very capable backup. He was now the starter because we know Darren McFadden is injured, and he's typically out for a few weeks once he gets injured. And even Marcel Reese is hurt right now. So Rashad Jennings, to me, looking for a running back, he's the guy you want to pick up this week. I totally agree. Totally agree. And let's be honest, Bill. Here we are in week five, right? Darren McFadden, is he going to be healthy the rest of the year? I don't think so. Never has I mean, been. The, tra- the track record, for those of you that are newer to fantasy, the track record with this guy is once he gets hurt, forget about it. He's, he's, he's going to be banged up all year. He'll miss a couple yeah. weeks. He'll try to play. He'll get hurt again. He won't be 100%. He'll be limited the rest of the year. It's just it's the way it is. I don't know what it is with this guy, Bill. His body is just – I don't know. He needs some – he needs like – a masseuse or some sort of what is that puncture Ac- treatment? Acupuncture. What's that acupuncture. He needs to he needs to like try everything because he cannot stay on the field. <laughs> Whatever he's doing is not working, so he needs no. to switch up something. Uh, a couple more running backs to get through here. Legarrett Blunt, full blown three headed committee in New England. Stephen Ridley, I'm convinced he's just not the workhorse that he was last year. So if you're looking for a running back, you need to take a flyer. Legarrette Blunt could be a good option. Chris Obanaya from the Cleveland Browns seems like a pretty legit PPR option. Bobby Rainey, Willis McGahee, they may have gotten more carries, but Chris Obanaya was in on the field when the Browns were in passing situations. Carolina Panthers running back, Todd. Jonathan Stewart is coming off the pup list. The reason why I have him here, he's a well-known name. People know the name Jonathan Stewart, plays for the Panthers, probably can use him for trade bait if he has one or two games, one or two good games. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, the, the Panthers running backs have been a disaster for, for years. They certainly have been. But he is a bigger name than these other guys. So, you know, you're right. Maybe if you're if you've got the roster room to pick him up, you wait for him to have a good game and try to trade him, package him in some sort of deal. I guess yep. that's basically his, his value at this point. Last two running backs, Roy Hallou, even though the Redskins are on a bye, Alfred Morris says his ribs are fine, and we believe him. But Mike Shanahan always has used a running back by committee. Uh, dating back to his days, he just always rotates running backs. Very frustrated uh, whenever you're dealing with a Mike Shanahan running back by committee situation. So Roy Hallou uh, could be a guy you want to pick up. And then Mike Goodson of the New York Jets is coming back from suspension. I guarantee Mike Goodson is available in 100% of leagues right now. Chris Ivory is a little bit banged up. We know the Jets like to run the football, so Bilal Powell could get a new uh, tandem teammate with Mike Goodson coming off the suspension. 
Moving over to the wide receivers bill. How about Justin Blackman? He's coming off suspension. Yes, he is. Garbage time, baby. Garbage, garbage time. Um, I'd rather he be sharing his garbage time with Chad Henney, but that doesn't seem to be the case. We still got Blaine the Pain Gabbert. See, the Jaguars know how to tank for Teddy the right way. You're right. They they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they know uh, what they're doing. But Justin Blackman's coming back from suspension. That's certainly good news as he will join Cecil Shorts as the most productive players in garbage time. Alshon Jeffrey from the Chicago Bears, Bill. Second-year man out of South Carolina. He, he had a pretty decent game the other day. He did. And you know what? Brandon Marshall's getting double-teamed a lot, which leaves Alshon Jeffrey in single coverage. And you said it, Todd. He made some really big plays, really nice catches, one of them for a touchdown against the Lions in, in Week 4. Uh, Nate Washington of the Tennessee Titans. We know Jake Locker uh, is injured, but you know what? Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to have to throw to somebody. Nate Washington has done a really good job. Uh, the last couple of weeks, scoring, I believe, in back-to-back games. Rob- Robert Woods of the Buffalo Bills. You like this rookie, Todd. E.J. Manuel seems to have a pretty good connection with him. Was targeted a team high eight times in week four. Well, you know, you have a rookie quarterback, and he's friends with this rookie wide receiver. So there's yep. definitely a little bit of a bond there. The guy can flat-out play. You know, he's going to be inconsistent, Bill. The, the the yardage totals for Woods in the four weeks are 18 with a touch, 68, no touch, 35, no touch, and then 80 with a touchdown. So he's kind of up and down a little bit. But, yep. you know, if you're in a deeper league, PPR, you know, he's definitely a guy to keep on your radar or, or snag as your, like, fifth wide receiver to put him in on a bye week. We were ripping Joe Flacco, the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, a little bit earlier in the show, but his wide receiver rookie, Marlon Brown, three touchdowns in four weeks. Pretty sure that he's available in maybe 90, 95% of leagues out there. Yeah, and he's uh, he's not the kind of wide receiver that's going to get you 100 yards receiving. No, no. But he's a red zone threat. He's 6'5", 205 pounds, huge target. And like you said, three touchdowns in four weeks. You can't, that, you know, you can't deny that. Uh, we just saw what the Saints did to the Dolphins in the passing game last night. And guess who the Ravens have next week? They have the Dolphins. So, yep. you know, he, he could be in for another decent game. Again, a low-end wide receiver pickup. Two tight ends you'll want to pick up. Speaking of the Miami Dolphins, Charles Clay, 14 receptions and two touchdowns in his last three games. They're getting him involved in that passing attack. And then Colby Fleener. Todd, apparently he's available in 70% of leagues on Yahoo. Can't believe it because we know Andrew Luck likes to go to his tight end. And with Dwayne Allen out, I've been saying this for two weeks now, Colby Fleener is going to get a lot of action for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, the only explanation I can have, Bill, as to why he's available in so many leagues is that every team in most leagues, kind of they, have their, they already have their tight end. They're kind of set. And, uh, you know, because there are eight or nine or ten good tight ends out there. Yeah, you but you know what? If you're holding on to Kyle Rudolph or Brandon Myers, you you want to pick up Colby Fleener. He's the one that's getting it done. Well, I agree with you. I'm just yeah. trying to rationalize why he's available in so many leagues. Right, right. I hear you. I hear you. And I'm thinking that people are just kind of like, you know, somewhat satisfied with their tight ends already. Um, Fleener was a bust in his first true game as a starter, right? Right. Against the Niners. Yep. So I think he'll be picked up in quite a few leagues this this week. But, um, you know, I mean, a lot of people are 
I think that they were they were kind of like he said Brandon Myers for example he, he was performing okay the first couple of weeks so yeah. you know are you going to drop him for Fleener a couple of weeks ago a lot of people weren't you know and they probably right. weren't willing to drop a fifth or sixth wide receiver for a second tight end so that'll all change this week Fleener will be will be added in the majority of leagues. All right, let's kick it over to the phone lines, 855-478-7030. You have a waiver wire question. Now is the time to call. You can also email us, radio at footballnation.com is our email address. We're going to go to Matt in Connecticut has a quick waiver wire question. What's up, Matt? How's it going? What's going on, guys? It's going great, man, man. How'd you do in week four? I blew my other, uh, blew him out by at least 75 points. He had a oh, wow, love week. hearing that. Yeah, I'm three and one right now in my league. I'm in, sitting in fourth place, but I got a tough matchup this week against the second place guy who's got a pretty solid team. All right, so um, how can we help you? So I'm looking to potentially beef up my wide receivers because well, this look, I, I'm in a half point PPR. I've got Demarius Thomas and Josh Gordon. These were shorts who I'm kind of skeptical about, um, especially with Blackman coming back um, from his suspension, and he hasn't really been too good. Um, and then I have on my bench Vincent Jackson, who's on a bye and he's hurt. Um, my running backs are Jamal, Charles, Nochamp, Moreno, and Maurice Jones, who hasn't done anything. Stephen Ridley, who is, you know, not been really good. And then I got, for my two tight ends, I got Julius Thomas and, and Greg Olson. So I'm looking at potentially, I don't know how you guys feel about this, maybe dropping Cecil and either picking up. Um, what you guys suggested of Black. I was thinking maybe Blackman or Washington, but Washington's got a really bad matchup. And you guys Terrible. Met, Terrible yeah, matchup for the, for the Tennessee Titans, playing the Seahawks, the Chiefs, and the 49ers the next couple of weeks. And with a yeah. new quarterback. Right. Yeah. What about you guys are talking about Robert Woods or, or Marlon Brown? Do you think that it's a better option going forward in the long run, or should I hold on to Cecil Shorts because with Blackman coming back, he might I don't know, get, get more t- or get a little bit better. You're in a half a point PPR league. I understand Cecil hasn't gotten into the end zone yet, but weeks two and week three, eight grabs, 143 yards, eight grabs, 93 yards. Came back down to earth a little bit, but he still had 11 targets. He is the most targeted wide receiver in the NFL right now with 52 targets. Actually, an incredible number. He just has to catch the ball more. We like it when Chad Henney's under center. Todd said it earlier. When Blaine Gabbert's under center, Cecil doesn't do as well. So it wouldn't make sense to pick up Justin Blackman since you already have Cecil. But to me, he's a better option than uh, Nate Washington and Marlon Brown. So I should pretty much hold tight. I would hold him. Yeah, I would hold him too. By the way, speaking speaking of uh, Cecil Shorts with his quarterback belt, um, where did I hear this? When Blaine Gabbert is under center versus Chad Henney, Cecil Short's production in a PPR league goes down six and a half fantasy points. Wow. Over the course of the last couple of years. That's crazy. So, you know, he he, he definitely uh, produces better when Henny's under there. But all that being said, like you said, fifth, you can't deny the targets, Bill. And even when Justin Blackman comes back, I think he'll still be highly targeted. I don't think that's going to change too much. They're going to be behind in every game, you know. Um, last three weeks, eight catches, eight catches, seven catches. He's know? getting it done. He's not going to score a lot of touchdowns. No. But, but you know uh, he's going to get the ball in garbage time. And, Matt, I, I would definitely keep Cecil Shorts on your roster. Uh, 855-478-7030 is the phone number. That's where Justin from Boston is waiting. What's up, Justin? How can we help you today? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, yeah, I just have a quick little um, 
start the question of specifically, would you start with Peter Stiller? I know everybody would probably say start him, but this is probably the short week. I don't know if you would like sit him and then put Reggie Bush in his, in his place and then put somebody else. Let me see him off my bench. Because I, right now I have Bush on the flex. So, so, so you have the option of starting Reggie Bush over C.J. Spiller. So let's put C.J. Spiller in the flex. Now, who were your options to start over C.J. Spiller? Okay, and on, on my bench I have kind of weak because I have Vincent Jackson on the bye. I have um, Sylvian Bell on the bye. Um, let me see. Joyke Bell, Joy Hilton, or Joe Richardson? Joyke Bell, Daryl Richardson seem like the only options. Vincent Jackson and Le'Veon Bell uh-huh. are on a bye. Yep. No other wide receivers you can plug in? Um, no, that's it. Um, I was actually thinking about, I don't know what you think about this. Would you keep T.Y. Hilton or drop him for like either like Justin Blackman or somebody like that? I'm keeping T.Y. Or either, or either like Alshon Jeffrey? I'm still keeping T.Y. Is he already in your lineup this week? What's up? Is, is T.Y. Hilton in your lineup already this week? Uh, he's not in the lineup, he's on the bench. So you can put him uh, over C.J. Spiller if you wanted to. I could do that. Yes, I could. They do Todd, play, Todd um, what do you think, Todd? You, you start yeah. in C.J. Spiller. He's been a big-time disappointment. He's nicked up, playing on Thursday night against the Browns. The Colts are taking on the Seahawks, but it's in Indianapolis. Well, I think it comes down to this is going to be one of those sit by your television a half hour before kickoff on Thursday night and see what's up with Spiller, Bill. Yeah. If Spiller plays, he's, if he's playing, I'm putting in Spiller. All right. Okay. Yeah, Justin, I agree with that. I would go. I would stick with CJ Spiller this week. Ty Hillen's pretty hurt. It seems a little bit unfortunate with your buy situation because Le'Veon Bell would have been a perfect replacement this week in your flex. Oh, exactly. You would have. And yeah. also, who do you guys like better for defense this week? Uh, Ravens against Miami or the Falcons versus the Jets? Falcons. Yeah, go with the Falcons. Falcons? Any quarterback that's, that's playing too, against yeah. Geno Smith, I like. Justin, we appreciate right. the phone call. Let's go to Rick in Houston has a quick waiver wire question. What's up, Rick? How's it going today, guys? Rick, are you the same Rick that called in last week saying that Matt Schaub should be benched and that uh, no, no, no. I didn't, I didn't should think be he should be benched. I didn't say that. People in Houston are complaining. Oh, people, okay, okay. Yeah. You, were, you yeah. were giving us the pulse of the Houston Texans fans. And he was right because they're burning his jerseys now. Yeah, they're burning Matt Schaub's jerseys, right? Yeah, they are. Oh, Rick, tough situation down there with the Texans. I thought they were going to win that game. Uh, they had it in the yeah. bag and then shot through the touchdown. Uh, Interception. No, they had it. You're right. They gave that game away. They certainly did. Rick, how can we help you today? I want to short my roster. I emailed you my roster. I don't know if you received it or not, but um, I'm trying to figure out if I should drop Kendall Hunter or Mark Ingram and pick up somebody from the waiver wire. Absolutely drop Mark Ingram. Do not drop Kendall Hunter. He looked great on Thursday night. Frank Gore is is getting older. I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners start to give him less carries each week in hopes of him staying healthy for the playoffs. Mark Ingram, one of those players that are dead to me. The Saints are keeping him inactive based on the injury. So you can go ahead and drop uh, Mark Ingram. Now, who, who's available to, to grab out there? Well, here's what it is. Shane Vereen is still available. I know he's hurt through a week 11, so should I waste a spot for him? I don't have an IR position. Who else who, who, is available? Yeah, who else is available? Uh, let me see here. I'm not. I'm not going to go after Shane Vereen just yet. Maybe week eight is the time you. Week seven or week eight is when you want. Yeah, to I mean we're about up. to hit. 
we're hitting the prime bye weeks coming up. Right. And right. you, you right. might grab Vereen and be, and then next week you need to drop him because, you know, you got a bunch of buys coming up. So Right. Got Nate Washington, uh, Cotri, Woods, Simpson, no, and then no, there's a couple no. of running backs available also. Your tight ends, Colby Fleener. I see that on your roster. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with him. Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Uh, you got Sproles, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Torrey Smith. It looks like you need some help at running back. So I would go for a running back here uh, if you're going to drop Mark Ingram. Maybe what? Rashad Jennings or Stewart? Yeah, Elliott. absolutely. Pick up Rashad Jennings. He's going to be starring for the next couple weeks. All right. Yeah, I agree. All right. All right, Rick, we appreciate the call. A couple more questions to get to here on the phone lines. We have Jag in Connecticut wants to talk a little bit of a trade question heading into week five. What's up, Jag? Hey, guys. Uh, I love your show a lot. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Okay. Uh, I have multiple questions, but then I'll start with the trade question. Um, uh, I was offered, um, you know, I think, uh, um, Tony Gonzalez and Russell Wilson for Jordan Cameron. You have Jordan Cameron. Yep, uh, and then I was offered. A, I, I'm. Uh, I don't have a QB. You know, I don't have a. You know, uh, uh, I, I'm just um, picking up the guys from the waiver. I don't have a good QB in my in my league. Okay. And so then you, uh, I was you'd offered. You'd be getting Russell. You'd be getting Russell Wilson, and you'd be getting Tony Gonzalez, who's an adequate tight end, very good replacement for Jordan yeah, Cameron. For Jordan uh, Cameron. I don't think you're stepping down there too much, Todd, at tight end, do you? Uh, no. No. I mean, the question becomes, do you believe in Russell Wilson? I, I think it's better than any of the people he's picking up off the waiver. Yeah, I have Ben Roethlisberger now, you know, and then I'm just yeah, better than prior ben one ben. week. I was playing Ben now. <laughs> Last week, that's what I did. So your quarterbacks right now are just, who do you have? It, who are your quarterbacks on your roster right now? Um, ben Roethlisberger and Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I like yeah. Russell Wilson a lot better than both of those guys. I think you do this trade. I think it helps out your team in a big way. You're not losing too much at the tight end spot, and you're getting a quarterback that you can rely on each and every week. Okay. I have uh, one. I have a couple of questions, but then uh, I have uh, Julius Thomas and uh, Jordan Cameron in one of my leagues. Who should I uh, look for trade? Who should I keep and who should I look for trade? I would trade Julius Thomas because Jordan Cameron, you know he's going to get the ball each and every week for the Cleveland Browns. Julius Thomas, very crowded situation. He's going to be productive, but there's going to be some games just like this past weekend when he only gets your four or five points. Okay. Uh, hopefully the last question. Uh, um, I, I think in, I'm in multiple leagues, and then I think yesterday I have uh, the you know uh, the running back killed me. You know, The guy, uh, Darren Sproles, killed me yesterday. Um, uh, I, have, I think uh, I, I already have like, uh, uh, like Pierce, uh, Joy Bell, Jason Snelling uh, in my bench, uh, and then uh, do you want me to pick um, uh, Rashad Jennings or Danny Woodhead from the waivers? Uh? Are you going to put PPR league? No, it's regular league. I, I would still go with Danny Woodhead. Todd, I agree. You, Long yeah. haul, I like Danny Woodhead. Um, better Jennings, offense. Better offense. Jennings right now, you know, is going to see a lot of time, but who knows what will happen with him in a couple of weeks when everyone gets healthy again, you know? Right. Woodhead's right. going to get you – you know, 30 yards rushing, and then who knows what will get you in the receiving game. That's that's the beautiful thing about Danny Woodhead. He could get you 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. Who knows? But that's where his uh, value is, is in that receiving game. But you add it together, Bill, and he's going to get you between, like, you know, 60 and 80 yards per week. 
Yep. Okay. Uh, hopefully the last question. Do you think we, I should start David Wilson this week with the buys or I should go with Joey Bell or Woodhead or any of those people? Uh David Wilson against the Eagles? Yeah, I'll yep. go with Wilson. I think so. Have you watched the Eagles? Yeah, their defense not looking good right now. I know the Giants offense isn't looking good, but I I, I believe David Wilson has to break one uh sooner or later. Bill, pretty... if he can't do it against the Eagles, then he can't stick do it at all. Stick right. a fork in him. I'm I mean, with this you. has got to be the week that he does something. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I would go with David Wilson. Jag, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks, thanks for, again. Uh, thanks for the support, my man. Let's go to uh, one of our FF Champs homeboys, Todd. Steve, a.k.a. my man, Bucky Z. What's going on, Bucky Z? How you been? Good, man. How you doing? Hey, did you win this week? I did, big time. That's what I like to hear. Speak nice and loud into your phone, please. Having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. Uh, what's your question for today? Uh, well, first of all, I just wonder if you think that Crabtree uh, is worth a sneaky pickup at this point or if that would be a bad move. Don't know who else is on your team. Don't know who is available. I haven't heard any positive news regarding Crabtree coming back earlier than expected. To me, still looking at the, that, that December time frame. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then what, what are your thoughts on Andre Ellington? taking over the starting gig too. I, I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. Uh, he got a lot. He got pretty good action this past weekend. He was on, he might not get all the carries, but he's on the field, and, and that's what I'm looking at when I'm looking at long-term potential for a player. He's on the field with the offense more so than Alfonso Smith, more than Rashad Mendenhall, who I can't stand. I'm just waiting for him to quietly get injured and go away for this, the rest of the season. I like Andre Ellington. Todd, I know you liked him coming out of college as well. I did. And, Bill, I haven't checked this past weekend, but the week before, in week three, he definitely he had more snaps than Mendenhall. Yep. So he was on the field two weeks ago more than uh, Mendenhall. So I like him um, as someone to stash, stash and hope, you know, stash him away and hope that he comes around because I think that he has more potential than anybody else on that roster. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Bucky Z, you have any waiver wire questions for us? Yeah, um, Miles Austin just got dropped. He can be available for me on Wednesday. Uh, it's a full PPR league. I can tell you my other receivers quickly. Uh, Bolden, Colston, Rice, that's Sidney Rice, uh, Demarius Thomas, and Kendall Rice. So I'm definitely thinking about dropping Sidney Rice. Uh, for one. What are your thoughts on that? Dropping Sidney Rice to pick up Miles Austin, I would I would go for that move, especially in the PPR league. So, did you say you would go for it? I would go for it. Yes. Okay, that's it. Thanks. All right, Bucky Z, appreciate the phone call. Look forward to uh, chatting with you on Fantasy Game Day live over at FFChamps.com. Best of luck in week in week five, my man. Absolutely, thank you. Todd, it seems like a lot of waiver wire questions, but not so much for running backs. A lot of people are a little bit concerned about their wide receivers. Uh, yeah. That's How a little shocking it? to me. Well, um, let's take a look here. I'm looking at the – there's a lot of uh, – there's some decent wide receivers on bye this week. Maybe that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. you know what? You think about the Redskins and the, C- and, uh, the Steelers. So you got Pierre Garçon. You got Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, Vincent Jackson, Mike Williams, and I don't know. I guess people are using Greg Jennings, but – yeah, there are there are quite a few wide receivers on buys. 
Adrian Peterson's on a bye. Le'Veon Bell's on a bye. Doug Martin's on a bye. Alfred Morris is on a bye. So that's yeah. four big-name running backs. Yeah, it is. Big time. Quarterbacks, not so much. Tight ends, not so much. Defenses, no. not so much. But I, I would expect with those running backs all on buys this week, you know, there, there could be a situation where you have you know, Doug Martin and, and Le'Veon Bell or, or Adrian Peterson and maybe Alfred Morris slip to you in the second round. Yeah. Problems. Bi-week problems, Bill. Bi-week problems. We're going to help you through them. We're also going to take a look at the week five matchups. Uh, radio at footballnation.com is our email address. We're going to get to your emails after the break. You can also give us a call, 855-478-7030. Plenty more fantasy football champs coming up right after this. You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at collegefootballgeek.com. That's who. CollegeFootballGeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At CollegeFootballGeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part? It's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com. Coldhardfootballfacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF Insider, and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF CHAMPS. FF CHAMPS for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF CHAMPS is for you. 
FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. Player rankings, injury updates, and waiver wire advice. The Fantasy Football Champs cover it all. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Champs. Bill Enright, Todd DeVries here with you. Got a lot of emails to get to. Todd Radio at footballnation.com is our email address. 855-478-7030 is our phone number. What do you say we jump into these emails, try to help out as many people as possible? Yes, sir. Where do we want to start? we got a whole pile of them here. Did we get? I, I think we got one yesterday, and I can't seem to find it because we get like 500 emails a day. <laughs> Someone sent us an email yesterday. I feel really bad that I don't. Uh, I don't know where well, it is. Rick, we... Rick sent us an email. The guy that had just called from Houston. Yeah, I got I got that one about Case Keenum. Yep, I got e- that one. Ian sent us one. Is that Did the one Ian's, you're referring to? Ian sent us one yesterday. Yeah. What was Ian's email? All right. Ian says, with Tony G, Tony Gonzalez has his, had his first big game of the year Sunday night. Yes, he did. Do you think now is the time to see what trade offers I will get, or should I keep him with confidence, full point PPR, and he has Kobe Fleener on his bench? You know, with the backup in Kobe Fleener, I would have to imagine that he can get pretty good value from Tony Gonzalez. I mean, he had a monster, monster game. I would try to see what's out there, see what offers he can get. Yeah, we don't know anything about Ian's running backs or wide receivers, but yeah, float them out there. But don't don't just get rid of them. But float them out there. I mean, now's the time. You know, right? Yep. He probably won't have another game where he catches what twelve balls. Is that what he caught? Mm-hmm. He probably won't have another one of those this year. He'll have he'll have a bunch of really good games. But now is the time to uh, strike while the iron is hot. See what's out there. You've got Fleener. Um, now, all things being said, I'd rather have Gonzo than Fleener the rest of the year. I would too, but. But I think you get more value from Gonzo. Exactly. So it really yeah. all just depends, Ian, on you know who's willing to play ball and what they're willing to give up. Right. So I would definitely take. I would float them out there and see what see what offers you get. Andrew from Cali has two quick questions. Both of them PPR leagues. Todd, first three pick three receivers for this week: Randall Cobb, Julian Edelman, Kembrell Tompkins, Anquan Bolden, Josh Gordon, Dwayne Bow. Wow. Cobb's going- in. I'm going right. I'm going with Cobb, Edelman, and Tompkins against the Bengals. Anquan Bolden, Josh Gordon, or Dwayne Bow. I'm going with Josh Gordon Thursday night football against the Bills. Yeah, his upside is too is too much too too hard to ignore. So you got you got to pick three. Cobb and Gordon are in, and then Bow or the Patriots guys, or t- yeah, or Bolden. Full point PPR. What Bolden, did Edelman do last week? Adelman had a pretty good game uh, reception-wise. Well, that's, this is full-point PPR, so. Yeah, that's important. The 49ers are playing the Texans. The Patriots are playing the Bengals. And the Kansas City Chiefs are playing. Uh, I don't know who the Chiefs are playing. Who are the Chiefs playing? I want to have them here on my list. They play Tennessee. Oh, the Titans. That's correct. Good call. Yeah, uh, um, I have it on, yeah okay. Right, they're playing Tennessee. Dwayne Bowe got it done against the Giants. Could he get it done against the Titans? Titans pretty good defense. I tell you, I, I have a hard time sitting Edelman in a full point PPR. In a PPR, you do, right? I think yeah. he's – you got – here's what you got. You got Cobb who's a perma starter. You got to start him. All right. He's in. So he's in. Gordon's your high upside guy. Maybe a little bit of a 
boom bust guy, but he's got such upside. So there's that guy, and then you fill it out with a safe, safe PPR player in Edelman. I'll tell you what though, Danny Amendola comes back this week. I'm sitting Edelman. I'm well, that's it different. In, I'm putting that's it a, in Quan Bolden. I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, <laughs> you got to keep um, that in mind. That's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm just so See, used to Amendola and Gronk being out. I know. And by the way, Gronk, I mean, get back out again. Game. Yeah. I mean, when is this back. guy going to play? He's coming back this week. What the hell's going on? You said that last week. We all said know, that last week. I know, I know, Our I know. Our Patriot <laughs> connections at the stadium I know. all but guaranteed that he was playing last week. I, I can't believe it. You know, it and looks like my, just... my uh, Gronk will be back by week six prediction might come true. Yeah. Which is basically the pup. Pup list. list. Could have just put him on the pup. Mm. But, hey, to get back to his question, uh, if Edel- if Amendola doesn't play, I think Edelman's a nice, safe play. I agreed. And if he if Amendola does play, then, yeah, I'd nix Edelman. And go it- Bolden? And go Bolden. All right. Andrew Cease from uh, – Andrew from Cali. Second question, who do I start as my wide receiver to, again, PPR league? Hakeem Nix, Kembrell. Aaron Dobson, who is most likely out or at least injured. Miles Austin, Michael Floyd. Oh, these wide receivers aren't as good as the first group. Oh, jeez. I mean. I'm going with Knicks. I was just going to say, Knicks against the Eagles. Yeah. I know the Giants suck right now, but you know what? The Eagles are just as bad. So it's a battle of the poop. It, it could and... be. Honestly, it could be a very entertaining fantasy game. That, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, both I mean, these you've defenses, got... you walk all over them. You figure the NFC East is putrid when it comes to, like, so clean, bad. quality football. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, fantasy defenses. You love them. You love them. So it'll be interesting once these teams start to play each other. You know, we already saw the Giants and, and um, Cowboys play. And we saw the Eagles and Redskins play. And there were fantasy fireworks in those two games. So maybe, maybe I mean, Nick's Bill, he's been so bad. It's terrible. I'm going with Knicks. Close second is Kembrell. So if our guy Andrew doesn't have faith in the Keem Knicks like we do just because of the matchup, then, then go with Kembrell Tompkins. He's getting it done. All right, I agree with you there. All right, Jeff S. has a question. Coming off my first loss of the season, hoping to get back on track, 10-team PPR league, should I start Danny Woodhead over MJD or Giovanni Bernard as a starting running back this week? Yes, over MJD. Yes, definitely over MJD. So it's not over Geo. Leave Geo in. Put Danny Woodhead in over MJD. See, he got screwed this week because Peterson's on a bye. So at least he has Danny Woodhead to plug in over MJD. Yeah, I mean, Woodhead, full PPR. Last three weeks, eight, seven, and five catches. Eight, seven, and five, yeah. That's a lot of catches, man. Sure is. That's Sproles like. Yeah. Leave Woodhead in the lineup. Take MJD out. Um, his second question is, should I go – should I start MJD over Edelman in the flex? Not in a full-point PPR. As long as Amendola is not in action, I'm leaving Edelman in. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, Eric from New Hampshire. Hey, guys, I have a running back – or I have RG3 on a bye this week. My bench quarterback is Eli. I think the Giants are due for a rebound game, and I think the Eagles are a good candidate, so I'm inclined to start Eli. However – I was offered a trade this morning. I give up D'Angelo Williams for Alex Smith. At the moment, he likes his running backs, Marshawn Lynch, uh, Chris Johnson, and Bilal Powell, so I wouldn't mind taking a hit in that regard. On the waiver, he can pick up Matt Schaub, Hoyer, or Tannehill. 
Are you giving up D'Angelo Williams what? for Alex Smith? RG3. So he has Eli. He right. would be getting, Ange- be getting Alex Smith. And I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm not, no, I'm, I don't see the – I mean, I'm not high on D'Angelo Williams, but I'm not giving up a running back for a quarterback. Back just for one for week. Backup quarterback. And just for one week, too. Because once RG3 is back, you're not using Alex Smith anymore. Yeah, and on the waiver, I mean, Tannehill, Schaub, whoever, right. these guys are all on par with Alex Smith. Right. Yeah, I'm not doing that trade. I, you're making your opponent's team better. You need running back depth. You do. Even if it's crappy depth, you need depth. You know, you, you get the bye weeks coming in. You got to plug these guys in. This is these weeks coming up is when you will have to play D'Angelo Williams more than likely. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you've got some excellent quarterback options on the waiver wire that are equal to or equivalent of uh, Alex Smith. So I would not do the trade. Uh, next email is from Nick in PA, a.k.a. Ah. Bodog. How about Bodog, Todd? Picked up another $100 this week. He won $300 last week. He picked up another $100 this week playing over at DraftKings.com. Uh, he's, he's just making money. He's not the only one, Bill. No, he's certainly not. We've We're going to do some our other emails, too, from people saying thank you for your picks last week. They've paid off. So, you know. We're all making a little cash here off of DraftKings, which we love. We're going to uh, do our Best Buy overpriced players on our Thursday show, so make sure you want to tune into that. We're trying to get some cash into your pockets. Uh, anyway, back to Bodog's question. He has RG3 and Eli. TD's worth six points. Thought this was a good draft day. Now with RG3 on a buy, I just don't feel good about putting Eli into my lineup. Quarterbacks available on the waiver wire. Cutler versus the Saints. Terrell Pryor versus the Chargers. Ryan Tannehill versus the Ravens. Joe Flacco versus the Dolphins. Brian Hoyer versus the Buffalo Bills. We got one more Carolina Panthers or Carson Palmer versus the Carolina Panthers. You like Eli better than all five of those quarterbacks: Cutler, Pryor, Tannehill, Flacco, Hoyer, or Palmer. Six quarterbacks. This sounds crazy, but I just think that the Giants are going to put up a lot of yards this this week. I. I mean, I, the Giants have been so pitiful, Bill, even offensively, which was shocking, how bad they've been the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, do you, can, you, can you possibly recommend with confidence Eli Manning, even like, though it's, against the, it's at home against the Eagles? The matchup is there. The matchup is there. Yeah, it doesn't matter if the Giants win. The Giants can go 0-5, and, and Eli can still have a really good game. Yeah, but the last two weeks, they put up how many points? Seven. Yeah, not fantasy points, just points. Yeah, seven points. I'm just saying that it doesn't matter if the Giants win. I think the Giants' offense will score points this week. The Eagles, may, the Eagles may outscore them, but the Giants will put up points. Last three weeks, fantasy-wise, Eli Manning, 14 fantasy points, 5 fantasy points, 13 fantasy points. The first week, 32. Right, against the Cowboys. I think Eli should should throw for 300 and two or three touchdowns this week. I, I agree, and I don't expect that from Cutler, from Pryor, from Tannehill, from Flacco. Maybe from Hoyer, but I'm not trusting him on Thursday night against the Bills. No. Carson Palmer versus the Carolina Panthers, eh, I mean, that's the closest one, but I I'm, I'm still have more faith in Eli. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to put him in. Uh, Rick in Houston just chimed in via email. So far, I'm three and four and zero. Thanks again for the advice. Thank you, Rick. We're glad that your team is doing well. Brian D. Hey guys, I have a screenshot of my roster here. Was just wondering who to pick up. Rashad Jennings from my first team. Uh, t- toasty, dots, dusty. 
I don't know how to say his name. Uh, appreciate the advice, as always, listening to the show. Oh, this guy's an FF Champs member as well. Uh, how do I know that? Because he took a screenshot of his FF Champs roster on my teams. Yeah, um, beautiful. Very nice. I would absolutely pick up Rashad Jennings. Who did he drop? Uh, I think he's dropping Santonio Holmes. Yeah, he's garbage. I mean, Holmes Holmes is likely out a couple weeks. Uh, apparently, that hamstring injury that I told that I said earlier in the show was just because he didn't want to play anymore because the Jets were so down. Apparently, that it's, it's a pretty serious injury. He's expected. Yeah, to I, miss I'm looking at his roster. That's weeks. who I would drop to. Yeah, I, I would drop Santonio Holmes. That seems like the obvious one there. And you can always use running back depth, even if you're not going to use him. Rashad Jennings should get some action with Darren McFadden out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Lou, Catch-22, another one over at FFChamps.com, homeboys. We got Lou says, best two hours of the day on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thank you very much, Lou. That makes me uh, feel a lot better about myself. Do And Todd, I'm sure you as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do, doing the matchup plays with his defenses. Uh, last week he dropped the New England Patriots, picked up the Indianapolis Colts, which paid off uh, big time. Should he keep the Colts versus Seattle? Or pick up the Tennessee Titans, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Detroit Lions, the Buffalo Bills, the Cardinals. Oh, he's got a lot of options here. Uh, does Do you like the Colts against Seattle? I guess we start off there. No. Okay. Do you like the Titans versus the Chiefs? No. No, neither do I. Do you like the Patriots versus the Bengals? Not bad. Middle. Buffalo Bills versus the Browns? Uh, middle. Packers or Lions versus the Packers? No. Uh, Cardinals versus the Panthers? I don't know. Dolphins no. versus the Ravens? <laughs> these, these options are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I'd go with the Patriots or the Packers. I think the Patriots can get you consistency. Whether or not they're the high-scoring team this week. They're going to be up there compared to the rest of this junk on, on, on the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. All right, team two starters, Andrew Luck versus Seattle or Alex Smith versus the Titans? Ooh. That's that's a tough one. I'm, I'm going with Alex Smith. I mean, I'm, excuse, me, excuse me, I'm going with Andrew Luck. I'm going to say you're going to bench Luck. I'm not, I'm not benching Luck. Is, no. is Luck basically a perma starter now? I think he is. I mean, uh... I'm going to go with him. The thing with Luck, I'm going to go with Luck. I think with Luck, the, the, the sneaky thing about Luck is his rushing yards. Right. He, he, he's very Well, let me, uh, let me give you his rushing fantasy production for the first four weeks of the season. Rushing, These are rushing fantasy points, okay? Yeah. F- 10. 38 yards and a touchdown. It's basically 10. Four. Eight. And two and a half. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. I mean, he gets really you, good. he'll get you 20 or 30 or 40 yards rushing, and he's going to rush for probably five or six touchdowns this year. So, you know, that's that's where the sneaky part of, and he did the same thing last year, Bill, Andrew Luck. It was kind of the underrated part of his fantasy game. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Luck. All right, so where are we with, I'm going to go with Luck as well. Trent Richardson versus the Seahawks or Giovanni Bernard versus the Patriots in a full-point PPR league? Now you're starting two Colts if you go with Luck. 
and T. Rich. I'm not benching Trent Richardson for Giovanni Bernard. I like Giovanni Bernard. I'm just not making that move, though. No, I, I, I'm not. I'm pick, not making that move either. Pick two of these wide receivers, Todd. Dwayne Bowe, Cecil Shorts, or Kembrell Tompkins? Uh, I'm, going with Bowen, I'm going with Bowe and Tompkins. Yeah, I was going to say it's full-point PPR. Right. Bo and Tompkins. Now, if Amendola and Gronk are back. Are you going to go with Cecil? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. Even if it's just Amendola back, or even if it's just Gronk back, I'm still going with uh, Cecil. But if, if both of those guys, if either one of those guys are out, uh, if both, I'm sorry, if both of those guys are out, I'm plugging in Cecil. You're plugging in Cecil think... no matter what, then? No. If, Gronk <laughs> or, if either Gronk or Amendola are back, either one of those guys... Then I'm using Cecil. Gotcha. But if both of them are out, then I'm using Tompkins. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, his tight end, Antonio Gates or Gronk, depends if Gronk's going to play. His defense, Baltimore Ravens or pick up the St. Louis Rams versus Jacksonville. Ooh. How about Gates being red hot, Bill? He's looking pretty good. Phillip Rivers is looking good, and he's making everyone around them look good. Yeah, well, since we don't know anything about Gronk, I'm going to say Gates there. Okay. I'm tired of, I'm tired of talking about Gronk, so I'm going to go Gates. I'm anti-Gronk. Anti Gronk right now. This okay. Moment. Defense: Baltimore at Dolphins or pick up the Rams against Jacksonville. I pick up the Rams against Jacksonville. Yeah, and you're risking losing out on the Ravens for the rest of the year. Uh maybe he has some garbage he can he can dump. That's true. Yeah, good point. A uh, couple more emails to get to. I don't even know who this one's from. Doesn't say. Does it say this one? J. Javo. Javo Fosho. Uh Javo Fosho has been a subscriber for you guys to you guys for almost five years. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Has two questions that needs to be answered. It's a standard scoring league. RG3 is on a bye. Needs to pick up one replacement. Someone just dropped Ryan Tannehill. He's on the waiver wire. Terrell Pryor and Brian Hoyer. Which one are you going with there, Todd? It's tough to say Pryor right now. We don't know if he's gonna play. Uh, the Chargers are playing pretty well on defense. They, they just shut down Tony Romo. Uh, Ryan Tannehill versus the Ravens or Brian Hoyer Thursday night All against right. Buffalo. If I knew, if, if we knew at this exact moment that Terrell Pryor was definitely playing 100% go, I'm going with Terrell Pryor. I like the crazy upside that he has. Yep. He's a total boom bust, but in a bye week, I have no problem on the dice on him. I'm with but you. But we don't know that right now. So right now, if you're not feeling Pryor's going to come back, if the reports aren't what you want to hear – and, you know, follow the reports all all day until your waiver wire deadline. Then I'm going Hoyer. I'm going, going Hoyer. Hoyer versus Buffalo. I don't, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm not a Tannehill guy, so I'm going to go Hoyer. I'm going to ride that hot train out of Cleveland. All right. The Cleveland uh, Steamer, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our nickname for Hoyer. Cleveland Steamer. All right. We can get him that think? one. That's pretty good. There you go. Ride the Steamer, baby. Ride the steamer while it's hot. Uh, same same guy, Jay Bo. Uh, which should I play this week for my bye week replacement? One point PPR league. Got offered a trade. Um, Philip Rivers and Cecil Shorts for Marquise Colston. I'm not doing that. Is he getting Colston? Uh, uh, I don't know. Just tell him what side of the deal you don't like. I, I don't like either side. Should I counter offer for the same two 
for Colston and Fleener. If he see, I don't know who his quarterback is. Oh, he's got Drew Brees. He certainly doesn't need Philip Rivers. So if he can get Colston and Fleener, I would go for it. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so let's let's break it down here. So he's already got Brees. He doesn't need Rivers. So he's got an embarrassment of riches. So yeah, dangle Rivers. His tight end stinks, and Owen Daniels. Uh, yeah, he's not bad. I don't. I mean, I don't know if he stinks. All right, he doesn't stink. Top twelve. I'm worried about this other cat catching balls there in Houston. Garrett Graham. Yeah, what's he doing? I don't know, but he was yeah. Two and why? And why does games. Houston have like all these Wisconsin tight ends? By the way, they love them. What's up with that? They love them. So, um, JJ Watt too. Would you agree though that Fleener has more upside the rest yes, of the way than Owen big Daniels? Time. Big time. So that's if an upgrade. If he can get Colson and Fleener, I do this deal. I don't do it just for Colson because now right. you're making your opponent's team too much, too much good, Agreed. too much better. Agreed. Much but uh, I like it. I like it because he has Breeze. Um, so yeah, I do the deal if you can get Colson and Fleener. Uh, he has McFadden and Doug Martin on a bye this week. Should he go and grab Ronnie Brown or Chris Obanaya as a bye week replacement? He doesn't think Rashad Jennings will fall to him. He has the sixth spot on the waiver wire. I guess Obanaya. I Obanaya too. Ronnie Brown does, does nothing for me. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't be thrilled about it, but Obanaya, hopefully uh, he can do something on Thursday night. You know, the matchup's decent. The matchup is decent, yes. So that, that's what I would do. Uh, we have another email from Brian. He says, hey, guys, another question for you. Uh, again, as always, appreciate the help. But he just sent us a screenshot of his team and didn't ask the question. Hmm. Unless unless I'm seeing something that you're not. No, I don't no. see it. So Brian has some time to... Uh, send us another email, or you can call us, 855-478-7030. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, Todd, what do you say? We kind of look back at the four games from September, go over the top five quarterbacks, the top five running backs and wide receivers, and then talk about some of the guys that have let us down through the first month of the NFL season. Uh, More Fantasy Football Champs coming up right after this. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF Insider, 
and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com. Footballnation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for diehard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on footballnation.com. It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football, you belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright are the fantasy football champs. All right, welcome back to the fantasy football champs. Final half hour of the program. Todd, I always like to kind of look back at benchmarks throughout the season. So we, we just got done with September as we are broadcasting live on October 1st. Four weeks in the books. A quarter of the fantasy football season has already has already finished. So I kind of like to, to review, see who's playing up to standard, see who's exceeding expectations, and see who's letting down fantasy managers. What do you say we go through the top five for the for the main positions in fantasy, and then we'll get into some of the letdowns too? Uh, yeah, I can't wait for the letdown. The letdown segment is my favorite segment. All right, top five, <laughs> top five QBs. <laughs> no, su- no surprise for the top five QBs. Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, one and two. Yep. A little bit of a surprise with Philip Rivers in at number three right now among. Uh, fantasy quarterbacks for the amount of points he has 1199 yards and 11 touchdowns on the year philip rivers getting it done so is mike vick who's the number four quarterback among fantasy quarterbacks uh 1080 yards passing five touchdowns he also has ran the ball 228 yards for two touchdowns and then you got falcons quarterback matt ryan 1300 yards and eight touchdowns for matty ice michael vick Wow, forget about Vic. How about Rivers? Yeah, yeah, uh, Rivers. Uh, I'm just looking at Vic's numbers. The the yeah, rushing I mean, totals are, are really keeping him up to snuff. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, he was just so. He, you know what? The funny thing is, he didn't really play awful against Denver. He had no line. The O line out of nowhere just couldn't block. Yeah, just came up. He had a bunch of drops. Selig dropped a touchdown pass. Um. But yeah, um, the the shock is Philip Rivers. The change of coaching there, change of scenery has been nothing but good good for Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. As long as he's healthy, Bill, um, 
know, because we talked about it in the preseason. Who is who's Philip Rivers going to throw to? And the answer apparently is Antonio Gates and Danny Woodhead. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's working right now. Do you have confidence that it's going to work the rest of the year? I have more confidence in Rivers than I do in Vic. Health-wise? Yes. Okay. I mean, if, if I were to tell you both both guys are going to play 16 games, you know, you'd probably think you'd probably still be pretty high on Vic. But we know that Vic won't play all 16 games. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. Vic is just so dynamic. He's going to have a phenomenal game against the Giants this week because he is a big-time giant killer, as is LaShawn McCoy. And you said it. If, Vic, if, if I know Vic could stay healthy, he would have been our top five quarterback on our cheat sheet this year. That's true. All right, how about the running backs? No surprise that Adrian Peterson is the best running back in terms of fantasy points right now. 421 yards, five touchdowns. Jamal Charles, Todd, we loved him coming into the season. 289 yards, two touchdowns. He makes up for it with the passing, 213 yards and two TDs. By the way, since we're talking about Jamal Charles and about to talk about LaShawn McCoy, this is non-PPR. So even in non-PPR, Jamal Charles, LaShawn McCoy, still two and three in, in this format. Yeah, and then PPR, I mean, Jamal Charles is probably number one. Uh, McCoy has 468 yards, two touchdowns, 140 yards receiving. Matt Forte is the number four running back right now, 320 yards, three touchdowns, 150 yards through the air. Hmm. Yeah, he's, he's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, he certainly is. Let's see if that keeps going. Marshawn Lynch of the Seattle Seahawks, 308 yards, three touchdowns. He also has 91 yards and one receiving touchdown, so beast mode still in the top five for fantasy football running backs. Let's move over to wide receivers, Todd. Guess who is number one at the wide receiver position? Would have never believed it starting the season, especially with all the primetime people, all the primetime players at the wide receiver spot. But Victor Cruz of the New York Giants, 425 yards and four touchdowns. Well, uh, that's what happens when you're down by 40 every game. And you're just chucking it up. You know, um... I'm looking at his stats. I mean, 26 receptions, 425 and four touchdowns. That's getting it done, man. He's catching the the deep ball. I mean, he only had he had three touchdowns in the opener, and then had the big one last week. And in between, he was a little bit quiet on the touchdown front. But you know, uh, he's going to produce, Bill. I mean, are you that surprised he's number one right now? I I am, given the fact that Calvin Johnson, Demarius Thomas, AJ Green, Brandon Marshall, Des yeah. Bryant, and Julio Jones, uh, I believe, are all better options. Yeah, I, I I hear you. Well, I think I think he'll come. I think Cruz will come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, as the season goes on. All right, it's two and three wide receivers. Both of them are from the Broncos. Pretty incredible. Demarius Thomas, three hundred and ninety-three yards, four touchdowns. Wes Welker, two hundred and twenty-six yards and six TDs through four games. Well, the the question was going to be, Bill, um, would there be an odd man out in this offense? And really, you defended. I was kind of on the uh, the theory that Eric Decker might be the odd man out. Yeah. And you really, and you said, oh, I, think, I think there's room for all three. And so far, you have been right, my friend. And not only is there room for all three, there's room for all four because the tight end Julius Thomas is getting in, putting in work too. Yep. I mean, Peyton Manning has what, 15, 16 touchdowns? Sixteen touchdowns. Sixteen no touchdowns for four games. Zero interceptions. Zero interceptions. So that that's why I was I was very high on all of the playmakers from the Denver Broncos this year because I, I just knew Peyton Manning was just going to go off and and just 
I, I didn't think there was a bad option. If you have anyone on that team, they're going to put in work. Yeah, I mean, I guess right now, you know, Decker only has one touchdown, um, but he has 24 catches, 340 yards. So especially in a PPR league, Decker's more than viable. Yep. Absolutely. Julio Jones is the number four wide receiver with 481 yards and two touchdowns. And then Megatron, Calvin Johnson, comes in at number five, 312 yards and four TDs. I, I, checked, it up during, I checked it out during the break, Bill. Megatron threw four games last year, okay? 29 catches, mm-hmm. 410 yards, and one touchdown. This year, tw- only 21 catches, 100 less yards, 312, but he has four touchdowns. All right, so he's eight less receptions, 100 less yards, but he's up plus three in the touchdown category. Yeah, and we knew that his yardage and his you know, catches this year were going to come down from that ridiculous season last year. Right. Where he caught 122 balls, almost 2,000 yards, but he only Crazy. had five touchdowns. Right. You know, and right now he has four touchdowns already through four yeah. games. So, you know, um, I, I think his numbers are going to go up, honestly. I think that he's, you know, right now he's averaging about 80 yards a game. Yeah. He's had kind of two little stinker games in there. And uh, I think that his numbers are going to even go up higher than that, you know, going forward. So Megatron, no surprise. Uh, top five tight ends, no surprise with Jimmy Graham, 458 yards, six touchdowns. Now, Todd, let's just take a look at the wide receivers. Compare him to the wide receivers. He has six touchdowns, uh, same number as Wes Welker. And he has 458 yards which is, I'm not good at math, but what, like 20 yards less than Julio Jones? Yep. Who has 481. So Jimmy Graham, no question about it, is the number one pass catcher in fantasy football. Jordan Cameron, major, major sleeper uh, this summer at ffchamps.com, is the number two tight end, 360 yards, five touchdowns. We discussed whether or not there's enough uh, passes to go around in the Denver Bronco offense. Julius Thomas, the number three tight end. 327 yards, four touchdowns. Antonio Gates is staying healthy. Major, major play. Uh, 364 yards and two touchdowns. And then Tony G, Tony Gonzalez of the Falcons, 242 yards and three TDs. Yeah, I'm looking here, Bill, at um, Jimmy Graham. It's just crazy the numbers he's putting up. Can he sustain it? Yes. He has 70, 82. He, in non-PPR, he has 82 fantasy points. I bet he finishes with 15 touchdowns this year. Maybe he has, more. He has 15 more fantasy points than the next highest wide receiver. That's – that's it's just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. How about we get to the section that uh, – well, that do you want you to get like. to the other tight ends first? I, I already ran, ran through them. Uh, I was looking at the stats. Okay. All right, no problem. Well, you know um, – Orange Julius, you know, you, you were high on him, but very late in the game, though, you have to admit. It was like the week before the season started. You, It, it was right after the third preseason game where, where he really jumped up on our cheat sheet. Yeah, exactly. Right near the end there. Um, but Cameron and Cook, well, Cook didn't make the top five, but Cameron and Cook were guys we had to keep, we kept our eye on, you know, all off season. So, yep. uh, yeah, you know, it, it, again, it kind of, it pays to wait on your quarterback, Philip Rivers. It yeah. pays to wait on your tight end in many cases. George Certainly Cameron. does. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, let's get to the to the section of this segment that you like, Todd. You love spitting out that hate, calling out these players that aren't performing up to expectations. Quarterback letdowns. Colin Kaepernick. 
taken as a top 10 quarterback. Right now, he is 20th in terms of fantasy points. Step it up, Colin. Do you think he can? Do you think he's able to step it up with Anquan Bolden and Vernon Davis as his only viable targets? Yes. You do? I do. He he hasn't looked to run the ball at all this year. That's what's surprising to me. Well, It looks, it looks like the Niners are calling plays based on Alex Smith still is their quarterback. Here's here's going to be my defense here, okay? Okay. Uh, has he been disappointing? Absolutely he's been disappointing. But the two middle games is when he was really bad. Mm-hmm. And they were against two of probably the top, in my opinion, six or seven teams in the league, in the Seahawks and the Colts. Okay. Now, that doesn't bode well for the 49ers in the playoffs if they make it there. You right. know what I'm saying? But fantasy-wise... You know, he did okay on the road against the, the Rams. Right. Okay. You know, nothing great. And he blew he blew up against the Packers. So we're he's giving got, a little bit of a break. Yeah. He's got the Texans, Cardinals, Titans, Jaguars, Panthers coming up. Lighten up that schedule. He's got the Redskins later in the season, Cardinals again. He's got some he's got some matchups that he's got some of his better matchups have yet they've yet to come. So right. I think he'll be okay. Um Will he live up to you know the number eight or nine overall quarterback that he was in the preseason? Maybe not, but I, I think that it, the his demise is overblown. Okay, how about Eli Manning, twenty fourth among quarterbacks right now? Well, he just he, stinks. <laughs> I agree. I can't believe this. This guy, your your quarterback, has won two Super Bowls. This guy. Well, How's this I mean, guy won two Super Bowls because it's a team sport, Todd, and right now his team is not playing very well. The Giants got old very quickly, and, and it's evident on the field. And they have a pretty light schedule in the next couple of weeks, but I wouldn't be shocked if Eli – I wouldn't be shocked if Eli is just one of those quarterbacks that, that you can count on based on garbage time and, and nothing else. You know, his schedule is pretty interesting. Um, he's got the Eagles twice in four weeks. The Vikings. Vikings. At Chicago, that could be tricky. But three of the next four weeks, pretty enticing. Then there's a bye. Then he's got Oakland, the Packers, terrible defense. Cowboys, suspect defense. Redskins, suspect defense. Chargers, in my opinion, suspect defense. Well, that, that's why I'm not giving up on Eli, but he is in the quarterback letdown segment through the first month of the season. Maybe yeah. he's not on it in the in the second or third month recap. No. But looking back at September – Eli started off with uh, a huge game against the Cowboys, even though the Giants lost, but he, he hasn't recovered since. Right. And by the way, he still leads the league in interceptions with nine. Yeah. Running back letdowns. How about Maurice Jones-Drew, Todd? Outside of the top 35 among the position, C.J. Spiller outside the top 35, and Steven Ridley outside the top 40. Here are three first and second round running backs that are not even performing inside the top 30. All right. Pitiful. Major letdowns. Let's break it down real quick. MJD, for years and years, he bucked the trend. You know, one of our commandments, stay away from players on bad teams. Right? Mm-hmm. One of our FF Champs 10 commandments in the preseason. He always bucked the trend. He was the guy that overcame all the odds. And produced anyway, even though he was always on a perennially pretty bad team. This year, it just all caught up with him, man. 
he just they're just so bad. They're so bad. He just can't get anything done. Bill, he he's he's getting decent amount. Of, I mean, he's getting okay amount of touches, right? I mean, rushing touches. Oh, I mean, not great, but not terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. 19, 15, 13. But he, he can't muster up more than like 30 or 40 yards. Yeah. It... You know he's not getting the touchdowns because the team can't get in the red zone. So you knew that going in. But you figured he would be a, a force in the passing game. He's always been a pretty good PPR guy. Right? Yeah. He's four catches. That's what I don't understand. His four catches. I don't know how. Shouldn't Blaine Gabbard be checking down to him like every play? It's it's mind-boggling to me. The injury to the ankle might be a little bit uh, of a problem, but the fact that they're not even targeting him is crazy. It's crazy. In three games, he either had one or two targets. Three of the four games. (sighs) Now, Maurice Jones-Drew is a fantasy football player. We know that because we used to host a show on SiriusXM, and he also hosts a show on SiriusXM. And he takes himself first in all of his leagues. His yeah. team must suck. <laughs> yeah. It can't be very good. No, it can't be. Uh, Stephen Ridley of the Patriots, 1,200 yards, 12 TDs last year. But Bill Belichick is just adamant about using a committee approach. Kind of shocking to me. Uh. Yeah, you would have thought – you would have told us that Shane Vereen's going to get hurt early in the season. You probably would have thought Ridley's fantasy stock would have gone up. I, I would have, I thought so. And he's just been – he's just looked bad, Bill. Yep. And um, I don't know if he's going to snap out of it. And then C.J. Spiller, you know, it's it's such a shame to me because Fred Jackson is lighting it up right now. And the Buffalo Bills coaching staff said that we're not even going to use Fred Jackson this year. It's going to be all C.J. Spiller. I don't know if it's the injuries. I don't know if he's not following his. I think it's injuries, his... dude. I think it's injuries. Okay. I, I think that. I mean, remember, he did have 100, 100 yards a couple weeks ago. Um, he did? Yeah, against Carolina. Okay. 16 rushes, 103 yards. And then uh, after that, I mean, he had 23 rushes last week. 77 yards. Yeah, so um, he, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. <laughs> and he's not involved in the passing game. Nine receptions through four games. No, and, and only one catch the last two games. That's terrible. One target. That's terrible. One target over the last two games. One target, one catch, one yard. I don't, I don't get some of these offensive coordinators who – talk up a player all preseason long we're going to give him the ball so much we're not going to take him off the field until he pukes and then they don't use him the way that they planned on using him or know. we or at least the way they said they were going to use him yeah i don't know uh, all right been... wide receiver let down so far hakeem nicks outside the top 50 mike wallace outside the top 50 and then our boy ty hilton outside of the top 50 which of these running which of these wide receivers is going to reemerge? through the next, you know, quarter mark or the next half uh, mark of the season here? Uh, well, I think if you want to break this down, I think T.Y. Hilton is, like we've said it for the last couple of weeks. He's hurt. I, I think he's more hurt than he's letting on, and he's instead of resting it, he keeps playing, and it's probably not a good idea. Probably should have sat out, you know. Uh, so I don't know if he's ever going to get healthy. He, is he going to linger? Is he going to get healthy? Because if he does get healthy, he'd be the guy I would put on that, I would answer your question with. But I don't know. He's hurt, you know, and he's not getting better. Um, 
Hakeem Nix, Bill, I mean, we just talked about Eli Manning and the juicy schedule they have over the next couple of months, really. But the issue with Hakeem Nix is Ruben Randall's kind of lurking in the in the weeds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would you be surprised if they like eventually just bench Nix? Yes. You would bench be him? Just flat out bench him? Uh, demote him for Randall. I, I would be very surprised. You would. Yeah. So who 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 do you think could emerge of these from these three guys? I think Wallace. Uh, I no. see. I'm not a fan of Wallace. I didn't target I, him in any of my leagues. I don't. I don't think Wallace. I think Ty does come back healthy once they're done with their bye. And I think, I, I mean, I really think Keem Nix has to step it up here. He's playing for a contract. He he needs to really start. Again, their schedule is is looking pretty tasty for the Giants. I wouldn't be surprised if if, if Nix blows it up in October. Two two thoughts. The Colts bye is not until week eight. See that's tough. That's why that's you know that's that's tough for Ty. I know that's not good. And Nick's, I mean, he's he's see, he's killing me. Uh, the last two weeks, three catches for thirty-three yards. It's terrible. He had a lot of drops against the Chiefs too. A lot of drops. Some big name, big time plays he could have made, but he just dropped the football. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I think he he's he he's driving me insane. He 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 lost me a game, Bill. It just drives me crazy. I needed two stinking points out of him. He got me zero. Yeah, I know. Catch the ball. Catch the ball. Step it up, Hakeem. I'm not going to give him a step it up. You're not? No. Because I don't believe that he will. What are you going to give him? Step down? I'm just going to ignore him. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to give him the silent treatment. It's crazy that Victor Cruz is the number one wide receiver in fantasy football, and Hakeem Nix isn't even in the top 50. Tony Gonzalez caught as many balls in one game <laughs> as Nix caught all season. That's a good stat. Yeah. That is a good stat. It's not It's not good if you have Hakeem Nix like I do. Uh, let's answer one or two emails here, and then we'll, we'll uh, transition over to the week five previews. Um, Walter T. is considering a trade, Todd. He offers Ray Rice, Bernard Pierce, and Mike Wallace. In return, he gets DeMarco Murray, Danny Woodhead, and Williams. I don't know what Williams he's talking about here. Could be D'Angelo Williams. Could be Mike Williams. Could be Ted Williams. There's a lot of Williamses in the NFL. I don't know I don't know which one he's getting. I don't understand his next sentence either. I'm in a, I'm in a team league, and I'm last. Need to move up fast. Rice is the gamble. Thank you, Walter T. What's a team what is league? Team league? I'm sure he. I, I am in a. I'm sure he forgot to put in the number. I am in a blank oh. team league, so okay. it's probably like a, maybe it's like a ten team league, and he's in Got last it. place. Needs to move up fast. Ray Rice is the gamble. I don't do this. I'm not giving up Ray Rice, and you know you have Bernard Pierce. So even if Rice is not healthy, at least you have his backup. I don't believe in DeMarco Murray. I don't know what Williams you're getting. I do like Danny Woodhead, but I don't know if it's a PPR league. I don't know if it's a half a point PPR league. I don't know if it's a punt return league. You know, you got to give us a, little, a couple more details here, Walt. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I might might consider it if it's a full point PPR. Yeah. Because Murray and Woodhead catch a lot of balls. But we don't know who this mystery Williams is. Mike Williams, maybe? Mike Williams or D'Angelo. Yeah. I don't know. 
All right, let's go back to Brian D., who emailed us after sending us a blank question. He's looking for a flex, Todd. He has Trent Richardson, Matt Forte as his starters at running back. He has Randall Cobb and either Danny Amendola or Greg Jennings as his wide receivers. So I guess if Amendola is not playing, he plugs in either Justin Blackman or Greg Jennings is my guess. Okay. So he's looking for a flex option between Willis McGahee, Joyke Bell, Daryl Richardson, or Andre Ellington. And then you throw the wide receivers, Chris Givens, Justin Blackman, or Jennings, assuming Amendola plays. Ugh. That's tough for the flex. Tough option here. I might. Uh... 12-team league. I like his running backs, Trent Richardson and Matt Forte. Solid. I'm not I'm not trusting Willis McGahee. No. I'm um, thinking Joyke Bell at okay. the moment. I'm not happy about it. I'm not thrilled with it. Joyke Bell against the Packers. Great matchup. Yeah, and he, he was kind of down last week. Reggie Bush did all the heavy lifting. But we saw earlier in the season, prior to Bush's injury, that Bell had a pretty significant role in that offense. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm not in love with your other options, so I'm, I'm going to lean towards Bell. Okay, I'm going to lean toward Bell as well. If Amendola doesn't play, he's got a little bit of a problem at wide receiver. Greg Jennings, Justin Blackman, and Chris Givens are his really his only options. Uh, yeah, that's not good. You're going to go with Justin Blackman or Jen- or Jennings is on a bye. He can't even use Jennings. No, he's got to go Blackman, doesn't he? Or Chris Givens. Well, uh, Givens. What's happened to Chris Givens? I don't know. I had pretty good expectations for, for Chris Givens. I guess Sam Bradford's to blame. Well, he has – I'm looking at it now. He has eight targets the last three games, eight, eight, eight. The yeah. Question, the only problem is is that, you know, he, he has uh, two catches and four catches in the last two games. He's not getting any, anywhere near – he's not sniffing the end zone. No. Uh, but he's got a great matchup this week. I'll tell you who is sniffing the end zone from the Rams. Austin Pettis. How about it? I can't believe how much the, – the rate of scoring – that Austin Pettis is doing. He had a, a red zone target last week, um, and I believe he had two touchdowns uh, in the previous two weeks before that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm looking at it here. Um, you know what? To answer his question, if, if I have to go Blackman or Gibbons as my wide receiver too, I'm going to go Gibbons. Mm-hmm. They're going head-to-head, and you got to go Rams against Jacksonville. you got to, you know, you got to go Gibbons. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't see Blackman coming out in the first game and blowing it up because he's on the Jaguars, and they, they're horrible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or do you like Blackman? I would go Givens. No, I would go Givens. You at least have to see what Blackman can do. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, now we, we said the same thing about Josh Gordon, and we saw what he did in his opener. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Blackman's out the caliber of Josh Gordon. And even though we didn't know much about uh, Hoyer, we know about Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, we do. So I'm going to go Gibbons as his wide receiver, too. I'm going to put Bell in the flex. All right, Todd, we got to wrap up the show. Who are you picking up this week in your leagues? Who are you going after in the waiver wire? <sighs> you know, honestly, I'm pretty set. I- I'm actually looking at matchups with defenses and, and crap like that. Um, in one league, I, I might go out and get a, um, a low-end quarterback because of a bye weeks just to kind of mm-hmm. – I have like Lance Moore on my team, one of these teams, which is right. dead weight. 
I might just like hoard a quarterback in that league just to get them off the waiver wire, screw somebody else. But my teams are pretty set. And I'm getting hampered by the bye weeks this week. I got Adrian Peterson on buying a couple leagues. I got a lot of I got a lot of issues going on with bye weeks, and I'm still pretty good. Now, you know, the, the reason I'm pretty good, though, Bill, is because I got guys like Lamar Miller and Gio Bernard that I can plug in and at use, the flex, yeah. right. at the wide re- running back two. Like, they're saving me right now. Okay. All right. But you? I'm going after – I'm in a lot of PPR leagues. I like what I saw out of Chris Obanaya. I think a lot of people went after Willis McGahee foolishly, foolishly because he, he's coming off the street, coming off a major injury last year, hasn't practiced all season, is really just learning that offense. Chris Obanaya, to me – Pretty nice schedule coming up. Buffalo Bills, Detroit Lions, and the Green Bay Packers. I'm in a lot of PPR leagues. Chris Obanian is the guy I'm going after. Hey, he has nine catches the last two weeks. I mean, that's that's pretty solid. PPR, very solid. Yeah. Non PPR, meh. No, non PPR. I'm 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 probably going after Rashad Jennings. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah, and one of my leagues, Philip Rivers, is still out there. See, to me, he has to be on a team. I'm going to just grab him if I can. I doubt I will be able to. But um, Number three I'm... quarterback right now. Yeah. Well, it's one of those leagues where it's a, it's a 10-team league and everybody has a stud quarterback, you know? Right. And uh, I have a solid backup in, like, Tony Romo. But I'm, I, I'm just going to get him just to get him, just so no, someone else doesn't have him. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. I'm Play a little blocking. I'm mean like that, Bill. I hear you. Sometimes you have to be. It's a competitive game. The rest of my team is, is fine, very solid. So it's just about uh, screwing everyone else. All right, what do you say we wrap up this episode of the Fantasy Football Champs? Todd, any closing thoughts before we kick off? No, man. I think uh, I'm actually in a pretty good mood. You know, Drew Brees almost screwed me last night, but he didn't. He All came right. up uh, about 14 yards short. So you're feeling so it. I'm feeling good. Good. I like I like it when you're feeling good because I feel like we have better shows. I feel like yeah. I feel like we have better shows when you're feeling good, but when I'm feeling bad, we also have entertaining shows. Yeah, well, you know, we we like it when you're fired up. Yeah, when I go on rants, but no rants to, from me this week. That's pretty good. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely cook up a rant for Thursday. <laughs> All right, that's a promise. Uh, for Todd DeVries, Josh Deering, I'm Bill Enright. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Football Champs on the Football Nation Radio Network. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance.